Welcome to Uncut. This is Neroli Salon and Spa's podcast, where we share all the latest in beauty, fashion, and Milwaukee. Hey guys, it's me, Sydney. A lot of you out there have questions about Botox or dermal fillers such as Juvederm and Restylane. Today I'm sitting down with Cindy Turner, a registered nurse, a certified aesthetic injector, and an expert in her field. Welcome, Cindy. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you. Excited to be here. So you are an RN and a certified aesthetic injector. What is that? I'm a registered nurse. Um, As a certified aesthetic nurse, I do filler. I also inject um, Botox and laser treatments. Oh, wow. So how did you get started in doing that? I worked as a registered nurse at Children's Hospital for 14 years in the ICU. Oh my God, that must and have been intense. Then, it was. I loved it though. And then got into the aesthetic world through Ideal Image. Okay, yeah. And then found my love of yeah. aesthetics. And That's then worked, crazy how that happened. It is. And then worked for two plastic surgeons in the area and oh, wow. here I am. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about injectables. Because I feel like this is something that is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And people have been doing it for a long time now. But I think we've seen a lot of it in celebrities and that kind of thing. And now we're seeing people who are going into spas and getting facials and just really wanting to prevent wrinkles and that sort of thing. So what can you tell me about Botox and what are the other ones that you do too? So Botox, um, I think a lot of people get Botox and filler. They make a mistake about what they do or don't have the right information about right. what they do. So, Well, what is the difference between a filler and Botox? Botox will uh, relax the muscle okay. to help minimize the lines and wrinkles that are at rest when the muscle is at rest. So Botox is FDA-approved treatment for temporary improvement of the appearance of moderate to severe forehead lines, Mm -hmm. um, glabella lines, which is the lines in between your um, eyebrows, and crow's feet. Okay. So it relaxes the muscle to make those lines go away, to have a smoother forehead, crow's feet area. What would you say is the average age for people that are coming in for I think the average age has changed. Um, yeah. People in their 20s are doing it preventatively right. all the way up to 60s and 70s. Yeah. It's just, it will help smooth those areas out no matter what age you are. Well, I know I've been getting Botox since I was 30 and I'm 38 now. Thank God. Look at my forehead. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So it's people in their 20s are doing it. Absolutely. Wow. It's, I think we are calling it baby Botox Okay, uh, because we're doing a lot lower doses okay to yeah. make it not frozen just more natural but more natural looking absolutely well what is the average age of getting botox now i would say the the clientele that i typically would see where it would be anywhere from 30 to 50 yeah um but that's not to say that above or below that that they're not coming in to get it also is there a point where it would be too late for someone to start doing that once the lines and the wrinkles are in there and when you kind of stretch out that skin if it's a line and a wrinkle that stays even though you're stretching that out that's Mm -hmm. more of a texture issue and you'll have to do more chemical peels or you know facials to try and minimize those okay but typically um botox disport juvo are all i think off label over 65. so what's juvo 
Tuvo is the new neurotoxin that's out there. I think everyone knows it as Nutox. Okay. It takes effect quicker. Oh, like how fast? Because I, I think Botox normally takes me like four days or five days or right. something like that. Botox is seven to ten days. Okay. And Dysport is two to ten days to take effect. And Juvo, I'm hearing it's 24 hours even. Wow, for full, for the full effect? For, not full effect. Full effect is probably, probably one to ten days yeah. again. Because some muscles, the muscles will take it in differently. Yeah. And then full effect is still so the benefit the of this new one is that people will get it and they can in quicker look fantastic the next day quicker yes okay. yes wow. and is said to last longer oh wow yes excited so tell me how long on average these do last typically about three months okay i don't have much experience with juvo since it is so new but i'm excited to start using it and yeah. see the longevity of it i think people would be surprised to find out how much these services cost because I know as a hairstylist, I talk a lot about the things that I've had done when it comes to Botox and injectables and stuff. And when I tell them how much it is, they're kind of like, oh, really? Wow. You know, they're thinking it's thousands of dollars where I'm really spending, you know, maybe $800 a year just on Botox, you know? It's actually more affordable than people think it is. Yeah. We're using less Botox in the areas. Uh, we're just wanting to soften the lines, mm-hmm. not paralyze or not give you that frozen look. Yeah. So it, I think, well, people are so afraid of that frozen look. And I think it's because, I hate to say it because she's so beautiful, but I just think of Nicole Kidman. Yes. And she, I mean, she looks amazing. Yeah. I just. I will tell you, everyone comes in and says, I don't want the frozen look. And my response is, don't worry, I don't do the frozen look unless you really want it. I like the natural look. Right. I like fillers to be natural. I don't want you to look different when you leave. And I think that's one of the stigmas behind it because we see the housewives of Atlanta and California. And that's not normal for Mm -hmm. Wisconsin. We just want to enhance. We don't want to change you. What can you tell me about if someone has sensitive skin? It, are, there, are they going to have a different reaction? Or how do you know if someone is going to have a reaction? And if they do, what is is it just bruising? Or what would be the result of that? We do have you fill out a medical form that gives us all the information. If you do have sensitive skin, you might react possibly from the alcohol from cleaning or the other cleaning products that we use. But we'll know whether you're allergic to something or not by what you answer. The questions on the information is designed to find out if we can do this or not. Um, Typically bruising is a possibility. Swelling is a possibility more with the fillers, but we do use an AccuVein, which shows us where those veins are so that we can avoid going into them and causing a bruise. What's an AccuVein? Oh, it's the coolest thing ever. I don't think I've seen that. It is a device, a handheld device that will show you where your veins are. What? Once I flash it on the forehead or the crow's feet, it'll show you exactly where the lot, where those veins are. And then I go around them and put my injections around where I don't see a vein. I have a question for you. And this is an actual question that one of my girlfriends has. Okay. She wants to know, she had gotten eyelash extensions and she yes. was allergic to the glue. So it didn't work out for her. Would that have any kind of indication that she could possibly be allergic to or have some kind of reaction as far as getting Botox and crow's feet? I would say no, because there's 
very different glue okay. ingredients versus Botox ingredients. If you're getting Botox, we would want to know whether you're allergic to Visine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a preservative that both of them have that makes it more sensitive. And then a true cow's milk allergy if we're using Dysport. Okay. So otherwise, you think that those two things are completely unrelated? I think it's very unrelated. And I know that's a very specific question that no, you know, a client a has. To, but it's a good thing to let your providers know. Okay. Let's start talking a little bit about dermal fillers. Perfect. What what would you say is the most common thing that people are getting fillers in? They I would say lips are the the most popular, mm-hmm. and then mid face, which is um, bringing your cheeks back okay. to where they used to be. So the so over time, when you start to age, yes. you kind of start to sag a little bit, you right? Do. Your skin starts to get lax. Your fat pads actually separate a little bit. And then basically what we have is jowls. And okay. what we're trying to do is inject it into the mid-face area so that we can lift and bring out the cheekbones again. Okay. We, we would use Voluma for that area, which okay. is the thickest of all the dermal fillers. Mm-hmm. And it lasts about two years. I feel like when I see someone on TV, when you can tell they've had work done, a lot of the times it seems to be that area. Yes. In my opinion. So how do you avoid that? I think the look that you're talking about is, I I don't think that's realistic again. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that... As an injector, I like to start out slowly. I don't like to put five, six, seven syringes in someone's cheek, and that's what they're getting probably all at once. I don't like that look either. Yeah. So I well, kind of, they look kind of look lioness. Yes. Don't they? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they just look so unnatural with those apples on their face. Right. Right. Um, and then I, if they have the lips done too, it's oh, like ooh. And I, hey, I have my lips done, so I'm not knocking it, but I'm just saying. Yes, I think enhancing the lips is beautiful, but you don't have to go overboard. And I think that's the key is not to go overboard and not to change your lips drastically to Mm -hmm. make them that huge. So when you start to age, you start to lose volume in your lips. So a lot of people are, are getting fillers in their lips to add that volume back that they used to have. But now there's a lot of 20-year-olds even, 30-year-olds that are getting injections in their lips just to get that Kardashian look. How do you feel about that? (laughs) I like it. I don't like it. I feel in your 20s, you're going to do things like that, but I don't think it's going to be lasting forever. Right. I think. Well, it's kind of hard because once you get something done, you're like, how do you go back? You know, because you let something fade and then you're like, oh, but I looked so good. I got to get it again. Exactly. And typically people will come back and say, I like the way it looked when it was swollen. So that's why they'll come back and get another syringe put in. But I think younger people can handle that little bit of a poutier look. If someone's been getting Botox or they've been getting a lip filler for a a while, what are the side effects afterwards as far as, I mean, do your lips go flat like a tire or, I mean, what what happens? They don't go flat as a tire. (laughs) I usually like to tell everyone to not let the... the I'm just picturing lips like coming down. (laughs) Flapping down, hanging over your chin. No. Um, The younger you are, the more resilient and bounce back the lips and the skin are. Mm -hmm. But if you're filling them to the point where they're just huge, of course you're stretching out that skin. Right. So it's best to do it subtly, slowly. It won't suddenly be flat. Right. Because the filler over time will just get into your system. Right. And then it just deflates a little bit. Have you seen that age app? 
that's been going on? I have. Did you do it's it? It's interesting. No. <laughs> but we use a Vizia, which has a, it will age you 10 years each time if you do nothing. And it's oh, wow. quite interesting to watch and look and see what you're going to look like at yeah. 70. I, my husband did it and he looked pretty good actually. But then I did it and I'm like, what? I have all these age spots and sunspots and here he is. He doesn't have anything. I'm like, that's a classic example of how men versus women age. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> and let's talk about men. They should start coming in and doing this also because mm-hmm. I think it's something that men would like to do. but I It's think getting more common for sure, right? Yes. I, I mean, think, and more out in the open a little bit too. I agree. And I think men should be welcome into these many spas as women are. So with that, when a man comes in to get Botox, is there a different way that you would approach that versus a woman as far as making it more natural? With the neurotoxin, typically they're they're a higher unit okay. um, based because um, they do have broader features. Mm-hmm. With fillers, it's pretty much the same, except okay. when we're doing the mid-face, we want to do more of a chiseled face rather than a high cheek. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. Weird. Yeah, it would. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm thank sure you. you answered a lot of people's questions. I hope and so. I know you answered mine. So thanks again. Thank you so much.